What is up, BC Squad? It's your girl, Ray. Indeed. And we are back with another episode. Y'all, we have been gone for a while, but we back, but we back. Hey, back, hey. back. <laughs> Y'all, we back with episode three. We have been slacking. We know we do not get on our case, even though y'all already been in our DMs, already been in columns. What is up with the next episode, y'all? We have to get back focused, but your girls is back, and we back, and we better than Y'all, today we are going to be talking about who is in your circle. Who? Who is in your circle, okay? <laughs> so, y'all, we all got a clique. We all got a squad that we love to death. But is that squad benefiting you? Is it? Miranda, get in the game. <laughs> all right, now, y'all. <laughs> Like now, yo, let's prepare our hearts and our minds, God. I mean, to just be focused on God in this moment. We're just gonna pray before we get into it, okay? Bye, Bye heads. God, we just come to tell you, thank you, God. We want to thank you, God, for life, health, and strength. Thank you, God, for being a great father. God, we ask you, God, to lead us and guide us in this podcast, God. We ask you, God, to allow this podcast to just minister to the listeners, God, and God help us to evaluate our circles, God, and get a better understanding of who we surround ourselves with, God. God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, sister. Okay, y'all. So we gonna hop right into it, y'all, because I got some things that I want to get off my chest, some things I want to say, some things Didi want to say. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> no, on. seriously, y'all, but um, I had something amazing happen to me this past week, y'all. Yeah, I was in a totally different circle than I normally am. In. And you guys, this is, I think it's called Women on God. I am a, I am in a group here in Orlando. Um, it's a sister group, basically like a Christian community, um, godly community, whatever you want to call it. And you guys, we went to the first um, worship and prayer night and it was amazing. It was fantastic. It was, it was spectacular. so amazing. And you guys, honestly, I think we're going to do some interviews with some ladies from group we're gonna we're, sure. we're gonna do that because i think that would be dope right you think that'd be dope mm-hmm. that'd be dope but you guys it was such an amazing atmosphere it was my very first time being in a room full of young um anointed women and it was just the most amazing time we sat we cried together we worshiped together we praised together we prayed over each other you guys we talked about things that a lot of people don't know about us and you guys it was just so amazing like the atmosphere yes. was just anointed feel with God's presence it was no negativity no gossip no drama yes. it was it the was best night Jesus. ever you guys Jesus was there. you could tell like I, guys I'm telling you if you don't believe in God or Jesus just being in that room right there would have changed your whole mindset <laughs> do you Anybody, hear me yeah. just being in a room full of women that is just so powerful just by their presence, just walking into the room, you felt yes. the anointing on you the felt room. It. You felt it. You walked in the door. It was like, oh my God, I've never been in nothing like this, you guys. I come from a background where my whole family's loud. They, they drink, they smoke, they do things, they play cards all day long, they curse each other out, fight, do all this extra stuff. So going from that type of background into a, to coming towards, coming from that type of background into an atmosphere and a circle like this is just so amazing to me. And I it never thought different. that I would fit in. I never thought that I was worthy of friends like that, you guys. I'm telling you. Get you it some was. worship warriors, okay? Yes. Surround yourself around some people that's going to pray for you in that moment when you... Surround yourself around people you can call on at any time yes. and they won't judge you. They yes. won't criticize you. They just going to be there for you, y'all. Oh, oh my gosh. They on your behalf when you can't. Uh, you need somebody that can pick you up when you can't pick yourself up. Yes. Who can pray on your behalf when yes. you don't feel like praying. Oh, and that whole group, you just felt the love of God just it in the was, room. It was just amazing. People was praying for people that they did not even know. It was just amazing. Yeah, you guys, it is just so amazing. That's why I say it's very important to just evaluate yourself, evaluate your group. Not saying that, you know, there are some people out there who who's not really into the godly community. And I really advise you to go and find it, even if it's just going to your your local church and just finding people around you that's just positive and just very outgoing. You guys, I'm telling you, 
That's why this is called a dope Christian podcast because a lot of people think that because you are Christian, they're too lame. You ain't got no life. You think nah. that you do you just read the Bible all day. We do read the Bible, but we also live our lives, y'all. It's okay to be lit on fire for Jesus. I keep telling uh, people that. I want to tell people that because people see me and they just see me just reading the Bible all the time. Let me tell you something. I didn't start off just reading the Bible exactly. All the time. It came with literally like Discipline. the more I started loving God, yeah, I wanted to do it like. It's not like I'm forcing myself to do it. Like, how people look at me, they think that I'm forcing myself. Like, why are you doing that? It's not. Like, I love it. Like, I love to read the Bible. It actually helps me. So, um, when you're you're starting this off, you're not going to just automatically, you know, just start going crazy, reading the Bible, speaking in tongues. Like It takes time. It it comes as you grow. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Maturity Maturity. spiritually teaches you to do those things. You know, you don't just jump into it unless if you just become mature overnight yes which is possible but you know and honestly guys i could literally i'm not gonna sit here and lie to y'all i am sometimes spiritually immature like there's sometimes where i don't just wake up and read the bible immediately i don't sometimes i go all day without reading the bible but honestly, you guys, I feel like that's why it's important to surround yourself with accountability partners because they'll tell you like, yo, you slacking, like, yo, get back focused. You know what I mean? So I have Dee here to literally lift me up like when I'm not doing something like she would literally, you know, when you have a friend who has the Holy Spirit. They literally knows everything. God comes to them and tell them everything that and they'll come to you and tell you. So like sometimes I don't want to hear it, but although I might seem like I'm not listening I really am listening. I really am taking it in that time because, like she said, if you when you lo- start loving God for who He is for real, for real, you would just want to do it. It's not even a thing like, oh, I feel obligated to do it. You won't want to do it because this is your Father. You love Him. You want to honor Him. You want to worship Him in every way you can. So it's like that's not even something like, oh, you're be- it's something that's being forced upon you because God is not forcing you to do anything. But- He's not never going to force you to do anything. He that's why He gives us choices. So I feel like once you get into the word and you seek him, um, you will want to do it. Regardless, like you're just gonna want to pick up that Bible, like no, let me read my, let me read a scripture today. Yeah. Even if it's a scripture, even if it's just a little line, even if it's just you watch a little sermon for five or ten minutes, you guys, that's still God sees that. Okay, now I'm not saying take his, you know, take him for granted because a lot of people get that mixed up too, taking him for granted. And I feel like they be like, oh God gonna be there when I come back. You know, he gonna, that's, you know, like me. Just putting them off to the side. You guys, don't take that as you can do that. Because I'm not saying, oh, well, today I'm going to read my Bible. Tomorrow I'm good. You need God every day. Okay? Even if it's just a little glimpse of your life. Like, out of your day, take some time out of your day. Every single day, read the Bible. Worship. You know, just do something, you guys. So what I do is, I told you guys in the last episode, I set alarms for myself. I set alarms because I know I'm a, I'm a person who forgets. Even though you shouldn't be forgetting God like that. But I'm telling you, it happens. I set alarms throughout my whole day, maybe every three hours, to pray, to read the Bible, to get into his word, to practice worship, prayer, whatever it is you have to do to stay in God's word and to continue to gain knowledge and wisdom. That's what you should do. So I definitely encourage that. Facts. Um, I think we need to talk about... Um, what is oh, yeah, circle. circle. My bad, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, my circle right now is pretty cool. Um, I don't want to sound so cliche about it, but it's pretty cool right now. But it's just due to me evaluating who I had in my circle. Um, and that they just weren't benefiting me spiritually and even emotionally, even mentally. Mm-hmm. I really had to sit there and like check off the boxes. Like, what is this relationship giving me? Am I getting anything from this? And it's not a thing as of you're just getting, getting, getting from a person. But if you're not getting anything from that relationship, you need to evaluate it. Whether it's a regular relationship, a friendship, even in a family. Yes, you feel me? Family, like guys. if you're just always giving your time, giving your love, giving all of that, and you don't get nothing, you need to maybe evaluate. Like because it's supposed to be a partnership. It's supposed to help you in some type of way. Any Every relationship. relationship. It's supposed, supposed to help, to help you. Yes. So if it's not helping you, you need to figure out, do you really need this person in your life? Like, in general, you need to figure out if you really need this person in your life. But yeah, y'all, like, it's just, it's just you, you know, going through, and it's not even like, like I said in the beginning, like, don't necessarily just cut everybody off. Go to your friend, you know what I mean? 
if you have to, first I would say evaluate yourself. Because if you evaluate yourself, because we all know that sometimes we are all not the best, okay? We're not the best friends. We're not the best spouses. We're not the best family members. And so it's good to evaluate yourself also. Because honestly, what they say, like you're a product of your environment. So when you're around people like that, of course, it's going to reflect you in some type of way. So definitely reevaluate yourself also. Look at yourself. Be like, hey, okay, Nare, you gossip. Okay, you do this. You're a liar. You're a manipulator. You know what I mean? And because there's some things that we do, guys, that we are putting off on other people too, and we don't notice it. So I feel like it's very important to do a check-in with yourself weekly. I've been trying to do this a lot lately with myself because I know I'm not perfect and I'm still asking God to deliver me from some things. So like I said, just go to him, ask him and to reveal. Even if you can't see it, just go to him and ask him to reveal the people or remove the people because he does that too. Don't he, Didi? He removed people. You go to him, God, please remove anybody from my life who is not serving me a purpose, who is not more like you. Whatever you have to go to God and ask him for, I'm telling you, he will do it. He do it to me all the time. And of course, we, like I say, God gives us choices. And it's up to us to make those choices whether we are going to dismiss this person or we're going to save this person for later. So I'm telling you guys, if you have to not necessarily cut people off, but if you have to go and you have to isolate yourself from certain people, because like family family members, for instance, you can't just say like, oh, I'm going to cut my mama off if your mama gossip and she do all this, but you can't check her. It's okay to check your friends and family, y'all. I'm telling you, go to them. Mm -hmm. Hey, ma, you gossiping. I can't be around this. If you're going to gossip, don't call me if it's not about such and such and such. That's how you have to set boundaries because I'm telling you, it's not even necessarily that you're being mean. You are literally doing what you have to do for yourself. So like I said, like it's family or something like some people, there's some people that you can't just cut off. God places people in your life. You know what I mean? He places mm-hmm. certain people in your life. So I mean, like I said, do that. If you have to do that, evaluate yourself. If you have to isolate yourself for three months, go ahead and isolate yourself for three months. If you have to cut off social media for two weeks, cut off social media because that is a headache in itself. And Nowadays, people be finding friends on social media, believe it or not. People do that. When you're bored and you ain't, you ain't got nothing else to do, people go on social media, they, they click up over drama, they click up over you and a, per- a person not liking you, like y'all not liking the same person, it, whatever it is, just reevaluate your circle, y'all. I'm telling you, it I'm makes glad. a difference in your life. Facts. I'm glad that you touched on how, also, look at your motives. So, why were you guys even friends in the first place? Because mm. a lot of times we become friends over trauma that we have together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we become friends based off of doing something bad together. Like you could have gotten in detention together at, yeah. in first grade or something. And that's how y'all became friends, fought the same person, dated the same. Like it can be multiple reasons of why you're friends. And I started to look to see, like, is this a genuine... That's how I honestly started cutting people off. Is Did I become friends with this person genuinely, or did God place them in my life? Those are the right. two questions you need to was ask Was it you, or was it God, basically? Well, no, 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 no. So, so, no, I'm saying those two questions, if you say yes to any one of those, I would keep you in my life. Because mm-hmm. there's some people I did not become friends with them genuinely, but God used them in a way mm-hmm. for them to still be my friend because I was supposed to help them in a way yes. or something. So, but then the other people that God didn't send, I need to know how genuinely this friendship is. Like, how did we meet? What was this based off of? Yeah. Because if not, when you're getting better, what happens is if they're still in that same mindset, how y'all met. They could be bringing you backwards to where you're mm-hmm. trying to run from. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is you're trying to run to the finish line, but they still running and falling behind and tripping. So you keep trying to pick them up so you never make it to the finish line. Yeah. And so I think that we need to reevaluate not even just our friends, but our family members, but even not even just that, but even associates. Because because I believe sometimes even associates become in your circle just by default. So, like, if you just start talking don't to a person bamboozled. a lot. Yeah. Don't be, not even bamboozled. Don't, um, what's the what's the thing that I always say? Don't settle for the counterfeit. Yeah. Because I think that's what a lot of people do, too. If they see something that looks good, feels good, seems good, 
they think that it is good. Yeah. Those be the ones you got to look out for. Some, some that look so good could be so nasty for you. It's just nasty for you. It ain't, it ain't supposed to be in your circle. It's supposed to be in your life. But you invite those things in. Y'all got to, we got to stop inviting stuff in, y'all. We got to stop we literally. We need to start reevaluating what are our necessities. Yes. Because <laughs> is this person a necessity in my life? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to think about that when you have anybody in your circle. Like, what are they impacting? Like, is this impacting me getting to heaven? It's that type of conversation you have to start And asking. it's not even to just be, to be cocky or it's not necessarily mean that you, it's, it's not that you're not humble or whatever the case may be, y'all. I'm telling y'all. This thing, this is what. Y'all, I want to touch base on it so bad. I don't want to get off topic, though. But this is something that needs to be talked about. Because a lot of people, when you go to church, a lot of pastors and whatever, evangelists, whatever they is, they don't tell y'all how to really get to heaven. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like we're just learning enough to get by. We just learning enough to get by, y'all. Y'all, we got to stop just getting by. It's like when you in school. And as long as you don't got an F and you passing, you just let it slide. No, y'all, we can't do that with God. We can't do that with God. We can't do that with ourselves. We can't do that with our lives. Because what I'm telling you is, if you don't really look forward to, if you don't look forward to getting the best grade in school, y'all, you are going to go throughout life settling. You are literally going to go throughout life settling. Do you hear me? Like, you want to settle for the job. You want to settle for the family. You want to settle for the relationships. You want to settle for what's around you. Like, okay, as long as I'm happy, I got enough of this, I got enough of that, then I'm good. No, you want God to fill up your whole cup, okay? You want him to overflow your cup, not just fill it up. You want him to overflow. So I'm telling you, like, you got you, we got we, we to do better with thinking that we can get through life halfway doing stuff. It's not going to work. It's not. And that includes relationships. We can't have, do our relationships. If if the relationship is okay, it's okay enough. Y'all, every relationship is supposed to help you. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to strive in your relationships. Every single one, whether it's an intimate relationship, whether it's a family relationship, whether it's a business relationship, a work relationship, whatever relationship it is. We are supposed to strive and grow together. If if the relationship is not helping me grow in any type of way, mentally, physically, emotionally, and I'm still, y'all, y'all about to get me up in here preaching, okay? No, facts. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I literally, I have literally been going through cycles, y'all. When I say cycles, we're dealing with the same stuff because, and I want to say, I settle for certain friendships and things like that. Honestly, it goes all, it goes back, 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 back. That's how we know trauma is such a thing now. Yeah. That you are traumatized by so many things and it literally follows you throughout every aspect of your life and you don't even notice it. What? You don't notice it. So literally, I growing up, honestly, having friends. Say, for instance, I was in school. Everybody know I was a chubby girl in school. Everybody know that. I literally did things to feel validated. Because I knew I was heavier than everybody. So I would do things to be seen. I would do things to to feel better about myself. Like wear a certain outfit. Wear tight clothes and things like this. Make my booty look bigger. I would do all type of stuff just so that I could feel validated, you guys. So what happened was I tried to do things. I was the, literally the funniest person in school. Anybody I tell you I was the funniest person in school. Everybody loved me. I would do things to act out. I would do things to get friends, you guys. Do you hear me? And what that happened was, as I grew older, as I grew older, it doesn't matter what the friend, like what the friendship was offering me, I took it. Because I just wanted friends so bad. You know what I mean? So now, like, even throughout my adult um hood or whatever the case may be, I don't even notice this. It's like now, right, okay, this person is nice to you. Go be their friend. You know what I mean? Like, mm. this person is doing this, treating you this type of way. Keep them in your life. So now it's, it comes to a point where you have attachment issues because this is something you always wanted. So it's like these type of people, they, can't, they don't got to be no good for you. But because it's something that you never had, you keep them around. Mm. 
y'all. Mm. I still do that to I'm this day. I'm the opposite. And that and, and that is so crazy because I just felt like I don't know. I used to feel like I was big, and now that I look at my pictures, I was small. Girl, you so were small. Like, you were tiny, girl. But I used thinking? to. I used to. And what I used to do, like, because, like, um, I just felt like, I don't know. I just always felt low about myself. But I know it had to be based off of me, you know, getting a, sexually abused. And in that sense, I just lost who I was at a young age. And so what I did was just, like, trying to buy my friends in a way. Like, mm. so what I was doing was, like, I wouldn't act out because that would just be how I was. But I used to just, like, buy my friends. Like, if I felt like we wasn't, like, if I felt like I couldn't click with you regularly, I'd just buy you something. Yeah. And then from there, you know, it built built a friendship. But what I'm realizing now, um, I just don't buy stuff anymore. It is not because <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Sound terrible. I don't because now um I just feel like people just out for me. Like and I know that's not what you're supposed to think, but it's just yeah. based off of a lot of things. It's basically that's like you're to me. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's basically like you're buying a friendship. Like and if I you want that to all my relationships. Yeah. As well. To so keep like, a person around. Right. And so then what I would do then is like try to I don't know, like I'm not trying to get into our business. No, I'm just saying, like, what I used to do then was just try to, like, buy out the families. Even, like, before, you know, like, I used to try to buy out the families, buy out anything. Like, just keep trying to buy people, if that makes any sense in a way. So, like, what I would do is, like, if the person that I'm with not wanted to dang, like, let me just buy their family out, then they going to at least bring that in. And, like, that's just even worse. Like, if you have to do all of that, you know, you have to look at yourself. If you're one of those people, you have to ask yourself, if I have to do all of this, is this worth it? Like, yeah. you know, like you have to ask yourself that. And so, I ain't doing now that. I'm not. I don't. I don't. It's not necessarily like I mean. But if God ain't tell me to give it to you, I won't. Like I'm to that place. Like I'm just. Know. I'm glad you mastered it because I've always told you, like, Dee, you you give too much, and I always seen that. Like people will literally use you because you're such and and you still a given person even without doing that. That has nothing to do with it, but it's just the fact that. My motives were wrong. Your motives were completely off. And you shouldn't have to do that because I feel like you are a good enough person to where you don't have to do that and people will still love you and like you. And I literally learned that, like, growing up, even though people told me, like, my personality was just bomb. Like, they loved everything about me. I was such a funny person. You guys, I'm telling you, loving yourself goes so deep. Loving yourself goes so deep because I didn't know who I was. And I looked, what I wanted out of other people, which is why I went to other people for validation, is because I didn't receive it at home. I didn't receive love at home. I literally, I would act up on purpose, y'all, and it's going to get me emotional. But I would literally act up on purpose at home just to be seen, just to feel like, okay, I'm getting some type of attention. Because I felt like the only time I got attention is when I was in trouble. Mm. and literally I will go like and I'm literally honestly you guys I didn't even think about this time speaking about it now <laughs> like literally growing up I would like people I would get called cute and stuff mostly by like um I would say I would say maybe I, I got called cute by like my uncle or something my uncle Derek rest his soul he every time I see him and I will never forget it he will always tell me that you are the prettiest girl, little girl I've ever seen. And that would make me feel so good about myself. Like, he's the only man in my life besides my daddy. My daddy treated me like a princess. Literally, tell me like I'm the I'm the most prettiest girl they've ever seen. And honestly, like, growing up, because I have, you know, got, when I got my innocence taken away from me, I feel like that's another reason why... I became, y'all, this is a whole nother thing. I'm getting off topic. But I'm this I'm gonna tell y'all how it got down to, you know, the friendships and right, things like right, that. Because right. it goes deeper than we think. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, this is why I was, you know, such attracted to like older people in a way. 
why I did. I thought I didn't have. I like literally, y'all. I was a kid. I always wanted to be in grown folks' face. Like I wouldn't. Like literally, all my friends were always older than me, and I never even noticed that I had a problem with that. Literally until recently. Like now, Ray. Like you don't even. Like you literally. Oh, I need an older person. Like I want somebody who's older, older, older. And I never thought of it that way. You know what I mean? Like there's people who like get molested and things like that, and they have porn addictions. They have like they have all these different things wrong with them. Like people, some people they never date men, they never date women. Like it be so many things that jot down to. So literally, like I'm saying, like that's another thing I did. I always seek the valid. I always needed validation for myself because I never knew who I was. I didn't know who God said I was. I didn't love myself. So I looked for it in my friends. I, my friend would tell me I'm pretty. That would literally throw me off the meters. Like, thank you, friend. Like, I really appreciate this. So mm-hmm. you, literally, we didn't got to know each other. You tell me I'm, I'm pretty or something like that. You compliment me. Like, I was, okay, I want to be friends. And that's how you, I got literally, I gained all these friends, y'all. I'm telling you, I gained most of my friends through social media. And literally, that's how I, that's how I know people literally go to social media for validation. Like, yeah. they will post certain pictures for validation. Post certain statuses for validation, y'all. And I am still struggling with that. Like, literally, I want, when I say I have to literally delete my social medias for a year to get it, I'm going to literally have to delete my social medias for a year to get it because it's like I just want to feel, I just want to feel pretty. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel validated. And that's why I say it's very important to, Know who God says you are. So you won't go looking for it in friends, family, parents, relationships, none of that. It's very important, you guys. Thanks. I mean, as far as that, that's why, like, um, I challenged myself. Well, I didn't even challenge myself. God literally told me, just don't post nothing for, like, a whole three months. Because I'm trying to build my confidence. And what I've learned was that posting... It's really just getting validation from other people. Yes. You're not posting anything for yourself. You have it in your phone. Yep. <laughs> so why do you need to post it on any platform? If you ask yourself that question, what are you posting it for? It's only for other people to see. Because you've already seen it. Because really, what's the point of posting it? What's the point of posting what you eat? What's the point of posting you at the gym? What's the point of posting you in your sexiest outfit? Oh, What's the point? It's building up an ego. It's building up a pride thing. And it's also to feed the the unmet need that you never got as a child. So I just believe that what happened is now it just became a trend. And so now what people is doing, they don't even notice that they're doing it. But some people can't even go a day without posting. Yeah. Like, that's literally some people's lives. They just have to post all day long. And I think that's that, a job, too. I think that if it's not in the right container, it can be bad. Like, don't get me wrong. Posting is not bad. But the issue, the motive behind why are you, you posting, posting could be bad. Obviously, if it's your job, like, obviously, we have to post our podcast. We have to post yep. these things. Which this is, is for our podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the motive behind it. I do want people to see it because that's the whole point. Do you know what I'm saying? But as far as me, if I go take a picture and then I post it, why do I need to post it? Somebody will see me. Yep. If God wants somebody to tell me that I'm beautiful, he'll make sure they tell me. Yeah. But you should have already told yourself before you got yourself all like that, that you was beautiful. Yep. So that's the issue. That is the issue. And honestly... I'm literally so scared, y'all. Like, I really want to just deactivate my Facebook, deactivate my Snapchat, deactivate my Instagram, just keep my business Instagram, like our podcast page. I really want to do that so bad. And I keep getting the thought of just delete it, just delete it, just deactivate it, just deactivate it. But I can't trick, I can't literally move my finger to do it. Like, I literally deactivated my Instagram and literally logged right back in so it wouldn't deactivate. I literally deactivated my Facebook and logged right back in so it wouldn't deactivate y'all. And I'm really trying to figure out, like, get to the root of it. Like, I'm really trying to figure out why do I feel like I need it? Why do I feel like I have to post a picture? Why do I, I like literally, it's literally the, yes, comfort and it's like fear. Like, I fear like, okay, if I don't, I That's feel like, oh, society, everybody else doing it. Why can't I do it? Give us the spirit of fear. 
So where did you get that from? I don't the know. The enemy. That's the only other way. You don't get fear from God. I know. Literally throughout the whole thing, he tells you, do not fear. Do not fear. You shall not fear. Like the whole thing that you have no reason to fear. Literally, I think he says it 366 times in the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. Just one extra day in case you didn't get it throughout the year. Literally. If you did not know. Because that is not from God. I know, Dranda. So, and, and now that we're thinking about that's the reason why. The enemy don't want, want me to delete it. He don't want me to do it. He want me to stay prone to this. He want me to stay in these chains. And he want me to stay. Like, he's like, okay... Literally, law, I was doing so good with my confidence. And then, right, like, literally, I would see something or something would happen. And it would just get me so depressed and so sad and so down. Only All because I had to download the app again and got on there and looked at something that I was supposed to see. And God told me to delete the app and delete the page. And I went back and did it again. I wasn't supposed to do it. So God told me, like, nah, right, just deleted. And then the enemy comes in. He's putting this fear inside of me. And he's putting all these thoughts inside of me. He's saying... If you don't post, you're not going to get your fan base up. If you don't post, you're not going to do this. If you don't post, ain't nobody going to see your weight loss journey. If you don't do this, if you don't do that, y'all, so many thoughts are coming in my head. I'm just like, make it stop, make it stop. And literally the devil and God be going back and forth in my head. Like they literally be going back and forth. Like God be pulling me this way. The devil trying to pull God pull me back. Y'all, I be going at it in my head. I'm telling y'all, this stuff is crazy. Like. It's all about the it's level crazy. of focus. Because and you have to set a standard in your life. You have to live by principles. Like, if you say you're going to do it, just do it. I've learned that that's something that I have to now live live on. Because, um, so say, for example, if God tell me, obviously, you know, you don't need to go here. You know, even, obviously, if I'm always going to this place. So let me make it practical. Um, if God tells me, you know, don't go to the store. Right? Let's just make it practical. I don't know why he's saying that. Now, let's just say right then when I say, okay, God, I'm not going to go to the store. I need eggs. Right? This is what happens. Because this is exactly how the enemy works. I need eggs all of a sudden now that I can't go to the store. Mm Because it's just like the same thing when we were stuck in the house. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, because you're stuck in the house, you just need to go all these places. Exactly. Like when I was (laughs) stuck in the house, I had to go nowhere. I had no life. So, So the issue is, is because... Also, I also believe that those thoughts come in too to to test you as well. Yes. To see if you're really always going the to, devil. Right. To see Definitely if you're really going to stick devil. to it. So, for example, if that thought come in my head, I need eggs. So I will find an alternative. What I would do is, okay, God, I need eggs. So what am I supposed to do? That's your first question. It's to God. The issue is the first time we don't go to God. What we do then is sit down in our thoughts like, yes. oh, well, dang, well, maybe and I do I need these eggs. I have a problem eggs. with that. Maybe I, really I do, do need to go to the store. Yeah. So now it's like, well, the store is around the corner. So now, so now, so now what happens is, so now what happens is then you agree with the suggestion. Now you agree with the suggestion. So now you're like, you know what? Yeah, I do need these eggs. So then the suggestion is, well, go ahead and walk across the street. You see, it's the same thing that um, the serpent did to Eve. He said, he said, don't you want to be like, what What would happen to you? Basically, like, asking, you know, what would happen to you? Then, then you know, then Eve, like, well, maybe we'll see what would happen to me, you know? And then that's when it didn't goes he, Didn't he tell Eve that she would have, like, uh, power or something like God or something, whatever? Oh, you'll have all the power, like, the yeah, Lord or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, basically like that because, yeah. basically just deceiving her mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he tried to. Well, ain't no try. He got her. He got us. So you just suggest yeah. to you things. So I feel like if this is with anyone, if God tells you to do something, it's always going to be a suggestion coming up. It's no need to even listen to the suggestion because you already know that's the enemy. If God already told you something, yeah, that's why it's up. important to know God's voice and know the enemy's voice. And then you would know the difference if you are focused. I'm telling you guys, when I'm focused, I know the difference. When I'm not focused, it's like I begin confused because I don't know if it's God's God coming or if it's the enemy coming. Because, you know, God didn't test. He does do that. It's not always the enemy. It's God sometimes testing your faith and testing, you know, you know, your loyalty. So I would definitely say make sure you're always focused. Not, not say that you're not human. You're going to get off track. I understand. But make sure you get back on. Because get back on assignment, literally, because y'all, it's crazy. 
It's crazy it out here. It is a way to stay focused. Bubba. And what's that way? Because please tell me. Please. <laughs> the way is, first of all, you need to prepare. No preparation. You're doomed to fail, even if you make a whole plan. Like, I could sit up here and plan to eat nothing but vegetarian food tomorrow. But with no preparation for my body, it will not work. My body will be shutting down instantly because my body is not used to that. So you have to prepare yourself. So how can we prepare spiritually? What you have to do preparing spiritually, first of all, you need to start reevaluating your circle, number one. So yes. if you know that you need to say that you need to know that you need to get right with God. How about this is how you really know if you need to stay with the circle. Say, you know what, guys, I want to get focused right now. This is exactly what you can say. Guys, you know what? I want to get focused. Let's just have a Bible study. And if your friends look at you crazy, let's not say, let's not say they look at you crazy because they may look at you crazy if you have never done that. So, yeah, they may look yes. at you crazy. So, but depending on their answer, like if they say like, girl, no, we're not doing none of that, that tells you that you don't need to be with them right now. Yes. Because and, I'm, and another thing, when that happens... I wouldn't say, once again, cut them off completely, y'all. Don't, I'm not saying cut them off completely. We're not saying that, all right? Don't cut them off completely. Depending, depending on the situation. Because I feel like if your friend, they might not be up to it. Because you have to, you have to understand that some people don't know about God. They know about God, but they don't know, they don't have a relationship with him. So it's going to be even harder they don't come from that type of background or whatever the case may be. It's going to be even harder. But once you are on assignment and you are doing as God told you to do. Then I can maybe. Then you could, you know, if a person, a person would show, I'm telling you, literally a person will see you being so positive, see you being so good. You can influence your friends. It is very possible to influence your friends. But it's going to always be, not say it's going to always be that one person, but it's going to be somebody who is either in your circle, in your family, or something. If if it's not, that is even better. But if it is, just be prepared for that. You know what I mean? Be prepared because there's some people you're going to have to cut off. There's some people you're going to have to isolate yourself from. If you have to isolate yourself from everybody, like they say, you cannot go through a door with multiple people. You got to go through the door first. So you could bring everybody else with you. You can't all go at the same time. You know what I mean? You got so if you have to isolate yourself, isolate yourself, y'all. It's very important to go into a space where you could heal and reevaluate yourself, y'all. What I've learned was and through through that through looking through that, what I've learned as far as that, I look at Peter, okay? Jesus told everybody, come. And he left everybody on that boat. Yep. So what I look at that is, yes, I understand. And he may have loved his boys. You feel me? Y'all walk together. Y'all on a whole boat together. But guess what? He walked out of there and was able to walk on water. Do you understand that? Yeah. So how do I know if I'm missing out on my miracle by keeping, he by saying, trying to sit on the boat Is that him who you? said, is that you, Lord? Is that what he said? And everybody looking crazy. That's that fear. That fear got him. Yeah, but. I bet you if somebody was to come through this door right now. I'm sorry. It's time to walk through the wall. I'm walking through the wall. What I know is is that I'm so serious that I'm sorry, but I need a team of people with the level that God is bringing me to. I don't need a team of people with scary faith. I'm just sorry. I understand that I get what y'all saying that, yes, everybody's on their own journey, but I also know that I took the time out. To learn and do everything like that I had to do. Yeah. To the point that I need people around me right now who are prayer warriors. I'm so sorry. Yes. Because if I'm falling down, I need you to be able to pray Pick with me, me to get me back up. I don't have time to be picking up my whole circle. Because what happens is, when you're the only person picking up your whole circle, when you falling down, can't nobody pick, pick you up. up. <laughs> so, therefore, that's what I'm saying as far as I do get what you're saying, yes. Yes, 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 you know. People now, I'm not saying agree. stay around and yeah. wait for them. No, y'all, I'm not saying that because it's going to be a time where you're going to be like, look, some going to have to give. Some is going to have to give. I need somebody behind me. I can't be the only one in the circle trying to pick everybody up, trying to bring everybody, you know, to this level, y'all. Y'all have to put in your own You can't bring steps. nobody to that level. 
Anyways, it's just why well, you're not a savior. Exactly. What you can do is introduce them to the savior. Yes. And if they decide to use that, yep. that's that. But what I've learned was that all I could do is pray for them. I've literally been okay with just not speaking to nobody and knowing that God has them and that if they want to get close to God, I've been praying all the time so that they, they've been covered and God's been introducing themselves. To, so I don't have to do that. Yeah. That's what you have to realize is that you don't have to do that at all because he's already saved us. He's already died on the cross. So what am I doing thinking that I can drag this yep. person all day long? What's going to happen is you're going to be so worn out and tired. You're going to be tired with God. Like you're going to be yes. so tired of it all. So, no, that's not what I'm supposed to do neither. Yes, yes. I'm not going to keep calling you unless if God, that's the whole thing. I need to ask God first before I even call you to mm-hmm. see if you're ready. That's also an issue because some people, what they do is they go, say they, say they let the people go, right? What they do is then is they say, okay, well, I've gotten a little bit stronger, so maybe I can start talking back to this person now, right? This is what they tell themselves. I've gotten strong enough, so you know I could be around them. It's okay. Um, but what you don't know is that you was not ready. You didn't even ask God. Like most of the time, people don't ask God. Like, hey God, is it okay if I contact this person? A person gets. I'm so sorry, but they get prideful and full of themselves and mm-hmm. think that. Well, I've been praying this stuff all this time, so I'm okay to get back around this crowd. Well, how do you know if you're never ever ready to ever get back around? Yeah. There's some people who could never ever go around drugs ever again. And they could be 15 years sober. Do you see what I'm saying? It's due to, you have to know your limits. You have to know, yes, yes, God may have saved you, but you may can never, ever go around that again because that temptation is just so strong. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you, you also have to make the reality that, oh, you may have to just cut them off. Yeah. That's also the real reality. And it's going to suck, y'all. Our flesh is not going to agree with it. It's not going to agree with it at all, y'all. But you will be so spiritually satisfied that he will literally send, yes, I'm telling you, he will send somebody in your life that is going to supply you what the, the next person or your old friends couldn't supply you. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's okay. To let God lead, y'all. This is most important. It is okay to let God lead because we feel like we have to do. We have to do all of this. We have to um, get the right friends. We have to get the right relationship. Get the right job, y'all. He will supply all of your needs. He literally will supply every single thing you you need. And if you know He's going to equip you, if you think you need something, oh God, I can't do this. I can't do that. Or I need this, and I need that. He's going to equip you for whatever it is to come. So. With that being said, I'm telling you, it's okay to to cut people off. It really it is, is okay to cut people off, y'all. Because this is, I keep telling y'all, it is more than just, we're not trying to get halfway to the finish line, y'all. We want to get in the gates. We don't want to get to the gate and get denied. We didn't get to the gate. Now we got to get in the gate. That's what we got to do. We can't sit here and be like, okay, y'all, one more, one more block to go. We and almost just, there. And let's no. not just be okay with just getting to heaven. Let's be, let's be. We want to be, we want to have rules in heaven, y'all. Yes. We don't want to just be on there singing. We, we want to sing holy, holy. Don't get me wrong. But we want to be sitting on that throne. We want to have a chair, y'all. We want to have a white horse. I want a white horse. You want a white horse? Because I want a white horse. responsibility. Yes. You want God to be able to say like, what? Yeah, her especially. Come on. Yes. Y'all, oh my God, I just honestly pray that I get myself together, y'all. I really do. Because honestly, I could not imagine Jesus coming down here and he looked at me and said, I've never knew you. But I don't want to feel that pain. I don't want to feel that pain. I don't want to I don't want to burn for eternity. I'm sorry. And this is honestly, when you have to think about it, y'all, I've been thinking about it so much lately. Literally. The people, like, literally, I think about this all the time. I came here alone. I'm going to leave alone. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave alone. We ain't getting buried together. Right. And even if we I'm do a- get buried together, we going to both go in front of God individually. Right. I'm going to leave alone, but don't, now, don't doubt me now. I do want, I do hope, let me say that. I do hope, you know, that everybody around me gets there. 
Yes. I do hope that. I hope that is the end result. But what I've learned, too, is that some people just not even worried about it, unfortunately. It's not even that they're just not intentionally worried about it. But a lot of people are just stuck up on the cares of the world. And y'all have to understand, this stuff is so temporary. This stuff that we have, these fancy clothes, this fancy hairstyle, these fancy homes, these electronics. You know the crazy part? Y'all. I would have thought, low-key, that during the pandemic, that would have opened up a lot, a lot of people's of eyes. That that all this stuff don't hold. Because when you thought of, when you think and about it. It doesn't even matter how much money you have. Listen. We all going through COVID, the same stuff. This. COVID didn't care if you was rich, <laughs> if you was poor, if you was black, if you was white, if you was Hispanic, if you was whatever you was, okay? It still got you. Exactly. And so when I think about it, that's low key how I was about to be. Like and it's not gonna matter who you are. That was God that. showing us that we didn't really. That was God showing us that these earthly things don't matter. It don't matter right. what you have on Earth. Your earthly gains is what's most important. Like it's I want to. I, I literally want to get to heaven, and I want Him to be like, I am so proud of you, my daughter. I am proud of you, y'all. I'm in a mindset right now where I don't care who I'm cutting off. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same time. If you gotta go, you gotta go. Because you ain't helping me. That's when you say, may the Lord watch between. <laughs> Look, you ain't helping me in no shape or form, y'all. I was to the point, like, literally, I'm thinking to myself, like, I want to be alone. I'm going to go off the grid. I just want to be alone because I want to get to heaven so bad that I know that because it's not like I'm far gone into the earth, like, or I'm of the world. I am of the world, but it's to the point, like, when you are so deep of the world and you want to be better so bad, if you are a person like me who gets distracted very easily, you know, and you just feel like you have to isolate people completely, I want those people who unfortunately have to isolate myself not completely but i have to really in order for me to really get focused because i get off task so bad that in order for me to really get focused i really have to cut off everything not just some things that are getting me unfocused everything that's getting me unfocused like it might get lonely and boring like y'all i kid you not all i get on my phone is emails and the bible app the emails in the Bible app. I have asked God to remove every and anybody from my life who does not serve a purpose. And he has done just that. Yeah. So what you do, this is the question, the answer to your question, how do you stay focused? Get you some things to come and take place of what you were doing. Yes. Because what, what happens habits. is, what happens is, so say you just cut off everything. So now you're bored, right? So what happens is now that you're bored, you just do nothing. Whereas when you cut people off, you were supposed to do, you were supposed to put things in place that were more healthy for you to yes. grow. So what you were supposed to do, okay, around this time I do this. So let me do something else that can help me spiritually, yes. physically, mentally, emotionally. So maybe you need to get into therapy. Maybe you need to read the Bible during that time. Maybe yes. you need to listen to a sermon. Maybe you need to work out. Maybe you need to just spend time with yourself. Draw, take a picture. Figure out All what some of, of your stuff. hobbies. Figure right. out what you want to learn. Things right. like that. Read a book. And get out of your head. Man. The issue is that you have no, that's what I say, preparation. You didn't prepare nothing to take none of those places. Yes. So what happens is you keep getting those same cycles. Yes, you may have even wrote down the whole plan. But you have not prepared yourself. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Did you buy some things to start doing that stuff? Yes. Did you do it? Like, it's a whole preparation thing. So if you have not like prepared, literally. it will not happen. For you me. will keep going in the same cycles back and forth. Yes. Back and forth. That back is and true. Forth, back and forth. Like, for instance, you guys, um, a lot of people know, a lot of people don't know that I am trying to get on this healthy journey. And um, I know I'm a person who can go to the gym and take selfies on it. Don't want to do nothing. Maybe a squat or two. Maybe <laughs> a squat or two. I have things that I want to do. I want to learn how. I want to take a class to do hair. I want to do Zumba class. I want to do cycling class. I want to get more active. I want to just different things, you guys. Literally, if I'm not working, I'm in the bed. 
I'm laying down, I'm on social media, I don't have social media anymore. So now what I need to do is I need to find something that I'm going to enjoy more than I enjoy social media. Not more than, but just take place of it. Because I know that I literally scroll on my phone 24 hours a day. I have been on my phone less today. And I don't know why. I ain't even the word today. Go I don't know walks. why. But definitely getting into things that you maybe not have even seen yourself do. Never do it. Um, spending time with your family, y'all. A lot of kids do not. When I say kids are so prone to their to tablets and the phones and the TVs. If you have kids, y'all, get out. Go outside for an hour. Play with your kids. Get back active with your family, y'all. Because, honestly, that's another thing. Life is so short. You don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow. Okay? Spend time with your families. Don't be cursing them out, screaming at them nine times out of, the, out of the day. Like, come on now. We have to do better as human beings. We need to take care of our bodies. We need to get back focused. We need to get back including God into our lives. We need to get back loving each other. We loving ourselves. Some people have had kids and let themselves go. They went into deep depression. They sit at home. They don't want to do nothing, y'all. We got to get. We got to get back up. We got to get back focused. God, literally during that pandemic, has literally taught us so much. Like it doesn't matter. These material things in this world does not matter. I just thought about like how during a pandemic. If everybody would have gotten on one accord and seeked God, because that was the time to just sit and seek God. Yes. And then after that was was what he said, pick up your mat and walk. Yes. Get out the tomb and come. Like yes. when he that that right now, right now is the pick up your mat and walk. That was what he was trying to do. They so do. if everybody would have just did that and picked up their mat and walked, the whole world would have changed. The, it would have been the so world much better. Changed. I feel like the world if, got worse. Everybody, they didn't came out of them houses, and they didn't just got a, a, ahead of themselves. Like y'all just out there doing any everything. Like y'all ain't never been outside well, before. Some people turned to the wrong thing. Some people turned to food and gained a lot of pounds. Yes. Some people turned to sex and had a lot of babies. Some people turned to oh, them pandemic yeah. kids is a mess. Some people turned to um, business, made a lot of money. Some yeah. people turn to drugs. They lost and themselves. This was the time we were supposed Depression, to see him the most. all types of stuff. Everybody turned to everything but God. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people did turn to God because it was nothing else to turn to. And I want to applaud us because <laughs> we might not have looked at it this way, but during the pandemic, we were so focused. We was. We was focused we were, to an extent. And honestly, it took us to go through a really, really, yeah, to an extent. We were more, let me put this on there. We were more focused in the pandemic than we were out of the pandemic. Yeah. Well, also, it's due to what did you do after the pandemic? Yes. What did you do? Like, did you get godly community? Did you do this? Did you do that? Um, We felt, I can't say that we was completely focused, but we fell off. But we, what we didn't do is, we didn't stay in that. I feel like people, there are some people who still not doing what they have to do. There are some people who still don't do it. And I, I like the fact that God has reminded me that I'm doing good. Because literally I doubted myself so much because it's like, Nare, you're not doing enough. You're not doing what God told you to do. But literally. You do that because you're trying to live up to standard. Yes. And he literally tells me like you are doing. I'm so proud of you. And that's what I wanted to hear the most. Like I'm proud of you. He literally has been sending people to me. I am so proud of you. He tells me all the time. I'm so proud of you. Keep going. And honestly that's what gives me the motivation to keep going. Not what men says. But what my father has told me. He is who I am. You know living up to he is i'm living up to his standards not the world standards so literally like it's just amazing how coming from no no um background of christianity or nothing and i came into the pandemic and i found and seek god and i started going to church even though my first time being in, in, in tie church 
I literally sat there the first time we went. I sat there because I didn't feel nothing. I, I wasn't seeing nothing. I, I'm like, why are people doing it like this? People were dancing. I don't even think I clapped to music when I first went. The change is tremendous. Like, <laughs> that is a, tr- a a great turnaround, you guys. If you have would have seen me two years ago in 2020 and you see me now, y'all, I'm not afraid to dance, clap, sing. I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to do none of that. And... Coming from a person who don't even like to be in the spotlight, I would not have done that. That is funny. I would not have done it. But the more you get into his his presence, y'all, I'm telling you, it's going to change your life forever. Yes. And it's important, too. If you fall off, it's important. Y'all, we are knocking on an hour. Oh, my gosh. If you fall <laughs> off, it is definitely important to get back up. Get back up and keep going. And yes. turn away. Not just make mistakes and go in cycles and get back up and then get back down, get back up. Hmm. Literally repent and turn away from the things that are keeping you bound. bound. Y'all, this is a season and a year that strongholds are being broken. I declare that because, y'all, what do you say? Pick up that mat. And walk. Pick up that mat and walk. That's just like when he got out the tomb, he called them out. To get out the tomb, but he was still bound. It wasn't until he got unbound that you seen he was actually even alive. He was, he was, he had wrapped off. If you actually read, it's just crazy, y'all. Y'all I'm talking, but Jesus I'm is amazing. Y'all. That man, he first of all, he was one funny. He had a, such a personality. We gonna close out, y'all. We knock it on yes. a whole hour. This is such a good episode. Oh my gosh! But let me just say this about Jesus, y'all. <laughs> let me tell y'all, Jesus, he's such a funny person. Like when you actually read and the things that he was saying to people, he was serious, y'all. He he's, he was a G. He was so he's a real G, y'all. He's a real original gangster. Okay. Who y'all know told these people? He told the people like, listen, I know y'all about to betray me or whatever. He, gave he them told them to make it quick. He broke bread make with them. Make it quick, okay? He broke bread with them and said, do what y'all got to do because I, I got something to do. He basically told them. And then broke bread with them is what called, got me like, he's like, okay, cool. I know you're going to do whatever. Here you go. But listen, do what you got to do and that's whatever. Like, he didn't even, that, he just, he He just is so hook. amazing. So and good. I really hope that one day when that day comes, I literally get to sit next to my brother because sure. he is just so amazing he's so loving he cares about us you guys yes y'all all right y'all we're gonna have to close this because i'm ready yes. to talk all day. i literally will talk all day because jesus is just so amazing that's my homie that's <laughs> yeah. my lover i love him so much that's my yes. best friend and yes jesus i love you so if you hear this just so, y'all, we do want to thank y'all for listening. Yes, guys. Tune in to the next episode. We definitely will be dropping some more, like, back-to-back really fast just because we know we missed out on you guys. Um, I also want to encourage you guys to call the number on our on our uh, website. Mm-hmm. Please call the number. Um, I need three people. We're going to do a Zoom next week. Um, we're going to do yes. a Zoom. A Zoom episode is going to be recorded. And um, I just need three people. Um, I'll let you know, guys know what the topic is because we want everyone to just be, you know, in suspense to not know. So just give us a call on our website. Um, yep. The number is there. It's dopechristpodcast.com. Yes. Yes. Um, and then at the bottom, you just scroll or down. On our Instagram, or on our Instagram, you guys. You guys can DM, DM us also. I do check DMs. You can DM us. Yeah, okay, should be checking the DM. Yes. That's the call if you Email like. list too. Yes, yes, and email, 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 yes. So, yes, you can do that. Let us know if you would like to be in the Zoom. It will be most likely next Thursday. Don't quote us on that. Did you want to do next Thursday? It doesn't matter to me. Okay, guys, we'll let you guys know when you guys give <laughs> Look us Look on our Instagram okay? page for updates, y'all. Yes. Okay, so we do want to thank listening and we are going to say a closing out prayer okay you guys um if you are new to this podcast or you're new to um this christian life or you have you want to be saved or you want to accept jesus into your life as your savior and king and all that extra stuff y'all we're going to say closing out prayer so bow our heads 
You can say this with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. Amen. And we want to welcome you guys. Yes, y'all. The Christ yes. life is the lit life. I'm telling y'all, you walk and you live for God, y'all. It's lit over here. Stop playing. Yeah. We're going to live for eternity, okay? Period. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye.